Hello, sir. Normally, I won't talk to you twice in one night, but I got something to say. Jesus Christ. After last night, I swear, I'll never drink alone again. No, only with my friends. No one wants to go out on Monday, Tuesday. Everyone's drinking at home. Wednesday, I'm getting high. Thursday, no one picks up the phone. Hello, and welcome to Text Before Calling. Joining me on Skype, Eric Wheeler. So anyway, back to Triple X Three: Return <laughs> of Xander Cage. Yes, sir. Uh, this this film has an unnecessarily good cast. Uh, yeah, surprisingly good. Uh, uh top line, of course, by uh, Human Meatball Vin Diesel. <laughs> but you also have uh, the lovably goofy and lethal Donnie Yen. Mm-hmm. Um, who is by far the best thing to come out of the Star Wars uh, Farago. Yeah, yeah, I was introduced to him in Star Wars, or at least uh, pointed out in Star Wars. And uh, Do you know anything about him? Not a clue. Uh, okay. Everything Anyways, I know has been discussed incredible. on this show. Uh, Star Wars is like the least impressive thing he's ever done. Gotcha. Uh, so he's great. He's sort of like, he's funny because he's kind of like, if Tom Hanks could like throat punch you to death, that'd be... <laughs> That'd be Donnie Yen. Really? Like, like he said, like you saw in the movie, he has this really like goofy grin. He's like, he just normally plays nice guys who hmm. kind of get backed into corners and then have to kill a million people. Yeah. Um, so Donnie Yen's great, but what really fascinated me about Triple X was the casting of Tony Jaa. Who's that? Okay. So Tony Jaa was the blonde haired comic relief in Triple X 3. Wow. To give you some context, about 12, 13, 14 years ago, Tony Jaa came out with a movie called Angbak, followed quickly by a movie called The Protector. Hmm. And at the time, in the martial arts film circles, he was considered to be, no exaggeration, the most exciting, electrifying uh, martial arts actor since Bruce Lee. Really? He was unreal. Um, if you go back and watch his movies now, I haven't seen them in a few years, but I assume they hold up. Hmm. Um, it is just scary. Like he seems invincible, unstoppable. He's amazing. Um, he's just like a little human cannonball. He is maybe the most impressive on-screen performer I've ever seen. Now, Tony Jaa had a second act of uh, tragedy. I don't know if tragedy is the right word. Of um, personal uh, difficulties. Hmm. He was directing, I think it was Ong Bak 3, in the middle of the Thailand jungle. Career was on the upswing. I think he'd, uh, he was actually offered the villain role in Rush Hour 3. He was offered a bunch of roles in, like, Expendables movies. Like, he was getting all these Hollywood offers, but he was working in Thailand. Everything was going good. Hmm. And then he goes on this talk show in Thailand and has basically a mental breakdown on air, starts weeping on this talk show, just falls apart, quits the movie business, Jesus. fires his agent, quits, joins a monastery for like two years, just goes off the grid, hmm. and then comes back. I think he had a he had a small role in Furious Six, which was much better than the the Triple X role, where he's really just playing like Ace Banana comic relief. Uh, he he does like one or two little flips, but you really do not 
get a sense of what an amazing performer this guy is. Was this like some uh, uh, some Hollywood whacker conspiracy shit, or was this just him no, going nut job? I, I don't know if this was like actual mental illness or if he was just stressed out. I, I don't know that much about it. Right on. But it's basically, imagine Bruce Lee, instead of taking too much aspirin, if he had a mental breakdown and quit show business. That's Tony Jaa. Taking too much aspirin? Well, that's what I've always heard is that he like mixed aspirin with something, and that's what killed Bruce Lee. Oh, really? Yeah, it was it was some sort of weird. I mean, that's the official the official story. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, it was like a bad combination of, I think it was like over the counter drugs. Hmm. He just took too much. A- really, I mean, uh, TBC listeners, feel free to correct me, but my understanding was that he took the wrong combination of pills and just didn't wake up. <laughs> wow, that's wow. That's yeah, I thought that was the you know the uh, the Elvis approach. I thought uh, at least his son had the balls to be shot on camera. Exactly, go down in a blaze of glory. Fuck. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the uh, uh, the Ruby Rose was surprising to me. I don't know why, but I thought you know Samantha was going on about this too, and I had no friggin' idea who this person was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I only know some TV thing. Yeah, yeah. I only know her right. from Orange Is the New Black, but. Sure. Uh, I believe she has notoriety in the LGBT community outside of that, but uh, or just okay. in general. This is going to sound sarcastic. It's not like bully for her. That's good. That's fine. Oh no, no. I I, I just felt like this was like a step down for her rather than a uh, uh, a congratulations. Um, can we talk about the moment when a bunch of teenagers walked away from the movie? <laughs> that, I thought that was a family. Uh, I didn't really pay too much oh, attention. Was it? I, it, I just saw multiple sizes. I wasn't paying too much attention. But uh, yeah, I assumed it was just like a whole family disgusted with the movie and leaving. Um, I was offended by that. <laughs> As a paying customer of Triple X, Return of Xander Cage, they thought they were better than me. Uh, they thought they were better than the movie, for sure. Or maybe they. They're probably right. Maybe they were just coming in to check it out while they were waiting for their movie to start. That is like a whole other culture to me, the, the movie hoppers. Oh, really? Have yeah, you I'll have you never partaken? Well, I don't really watch TV. You know, it's basically like a more physical version of watching television. Um, you, I you guess. watch something for a few minutes, you get up, you walk to another screen. Yeah, yeah, no, that. Um, I mean, I, I kind of understand that. Although I, I hate watching previews, so like that's completely antithetical to the way I consume things. But I could certainly understand, you know, being too early to your movie and just deciding to pop in and check out some other things. Um, I've also God, I can't in my what it was. I want. Let's say it was Crying Game or something similar to Crying Game. There's mm-hmm. a big twist at the end. Uh, Lex G of Twitter fame had this great story about how he was watching this movie. This couple comes in 15 minutes from the end, sits down, watches. <laughs> Just remember to text before.